everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys, happy Taco Tuesday, and welcome back to the podcast. I am officially back from my week-long adventure out in Los Angeles filming season 15 of American Ninja Warrior. You guys, just like I said when I left you last week, I am coming back with so much life experience, more learning lessons about myself, about just where I'm at, and I'm really excited to share some of that with you today. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week. Uh, this week, you guys, I need for you to just trust me that you you need to try this, okay? Some of you might be like, nope, this is an acquired taste. This is not going to be my kind of taco. And a lot of you are probably going to be like, whoa, I totally underestimated by the name of this taco and looking at the ingredients just how delicious this would be. The taco of the week is smoky PB tacos. Yes, smoky peanut butter tacos. Hang with me, okay? Yes, we're talking heat and smoke mixed with peanut butter and chocolate, okay? I know, I looked at this and was like, there's no way this tastes good. I have to try this for myself. I was proven wrong. Guys, this is pretty dang good, and you get to choose your protein that you want to mash up with this. So if you want to go and check out the ingredients and get in on this surprisingly delicious and, of course, healthy meal, uh, go ahead and check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. (sighs) All right. Deep breath. Here we go. Um, I'm going to forewarn you. You are not going to get the results of what (laughs) happened last week, okay? So if you're listening to this, hoping that you're going to get results of how I did and how everyone else did and the obstacles, la la la, you're not going to get that here, okay? Uh, But coming back from American Ninja Warrior, like I said at the beginning, I have a lot of thoughts and new lessons that I learned about my life, about self, but what I really wanted to talk about today was disappointment. And that's not because last week was terrible by any stretch. It's simply because I walked away with so many things like excitement and huge wins and frustration and disappointment, etc. And what I also know is that there were so many other people that had the same exact feeling. And on top of that, that when they walked away with all those things, that the disappointment is probably the one that's the sticking point. It's the one that most people are focused on. And so I really want to dig into this, not only for selfish matters, because I know, again, we there's a lot of coulda, shoulda, woulda, I wish I did this better. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. But I know more than anything that disappointment, it tends to dictate your emotion. And what we know about your emotions is how you feel and how you perceive life. It's going to dictate what it is that you learn and take away from the situation, what you start to believe about yourself and about the world around you. And the most important is the action that you choose to take forward from that specific situation. So if people, regardless of whether you were actually on the show last week, maybe you're on the show this week, or you're just another human out there navigating life, shooting for big things and maybe falling a little bit short, um, this is an episode for you where we're going to talk about dealing with disappointment and how to get past that in a way that is healthy. So 
we're going to jump right into it. Okay. I've got different things that I want you to consider that I want you to really take a chance to think about at any point. Pause the episode. And if you feel like you need to take action straight from there, then take action straight from there. But the first thing that I want to say is this step alone and this consideration alone gave me so much freedom. And it allowed for me just to take a dang freaking breath and be okay with it. And the very first step to dealing with disappointment is to start by just sitting in it. I am one of the... I just struggle. Let's just say this. I struggle with sitting in things because my operating rhythm is a lot of joy. (laughs) It's just, if you look at my operating rhythm and where I like to be, joy and happiness, that's just me. That's just where I like to be. And when I'm not in that space, it's really hard to not be there. I also put unrealistic expectations of myself of, okay, Kayla, people see you as the joyous person in the room. They see you as the mindset girl. You're so strong and you're so inspiring. So therefore, you should have these moments. You should be able to get up and over things quicker. Why aren't you getting over this quicker than, you know, you should? And so I place a lot of those expectations on myself, and a lot of those expectations are false. I know that, but still our subconscious is really cute in some of the crap that it deals out to us. And so when I thought about it, I was like, I just need to start by sitting in this. Not just in the great stuff, but in the bad stuff, right? Of just sitting in what it is that I am frustrated about, what I am disappointed about, what's kind of hitting a nerve with me. And just allowing myself to be. Now, what I will say as a caveat to this is I don't think that we need to sit there and wallow in it for days on end. I think that there is going to be a moment where you realize, okay, I'm done feeling like this and I feel like I have been able to accept this problem and now I'm in this space where I'm able to start to reflect on it and therefore grow from it. When we decide off the very bat that instead we're just going to put a band-aid over it and tell ourselves we have to get over it super quickly and not blink an eye on it, you are neglecting and eliminating that opportunity for you to accept, reflect, and move on, right? And those are three really important things, three really important steps to life in general. So I think that we just need to give ourselves more grace and more freedom and being able to sit and yeah, maybe wallow in our crap for a little bit. And then there's going to be become a point where you're like, all right, I've been able to do this. Now it's time to take those next couple of steps. Once you're able to do that, here's what I want to say is that if you are experiencing disappointment, it probably means that you are associating a negative meaning to whatever experience that is causing this feeling. I believe just like joy, disappointment is a choice. You choose to be disappointed. Therefore, disappointment is in your control. And if there's anything that I know about disappointment, which is basically an emotion, right? It is something that we feel. It is that your emotions are all determined by how you choose to perceive things. And how you choose to perceive things is all dictated based off of the meaning that you give it. So when you look at this experience that's causing this disappointment or frustration or wherever you're at right now, what is the meaning that you're giving that experience? 
Is that the meaning that is true? Is that the meaning that you deserve to give it? Is it really serving for you to give it that meaning for there, therefore for you to feel the way that you're feeling? My guess is probably not. And it's going to take some time to actually think about it. So if you want to get out of disappointment and therefore move towards joy and appreciation and all those other things that we like to be in, then you have to give this experience a new meaning. And the way that I was starting to give myself a new meaning, not just, you know, based off some certain things that happened last week, but just some things that I've done in my life, some big decisions that I've made, as I started to ask myself better questions, right? When you ask yourself better questions, you just get better results. It's plain and simple, but sometimes it's hard to understand or really know what questions to ask ourselves. And so these are the questions that I asked myself that maybe after this, you need to pause and just ask yourself these same questions and give yourself that freedom and time to just journal and think it out. The first question that I asked myself is, what did you learn and how did the universe have your back in this situation? I think asking yourself, what did you learn, is one of the best reflection questions ever. Because yes, you're probably going to say things, oh, well, I learned that I suck at this and this, this and that, right? But then you're going to start to get to the juicy things of like, wow, there is a huge opportunity here. And then that second question, right, that's attached to it is how did the universe have your back in this situation puts such more of a positive spin on things rather than being like, how is life picking on you? right? It's asking you, how is life showing up for you? How did it have your back? What doors did it open for you? The next question is, what could you control in the situation that therefore gives you areas of opportunity for growth? This, I I love all these questions, but this question, oh, it just... These actually, these next two questions just make me feel really good, but this one in specific allowed for me to think in a productive way. Okay, What are the things that I can control? What is in my internal locus of control? And how does that therefore create opportunity? I'm not going to sit here and beat up on myself, telling myself that, again, I crapped the bed or I did all these things, la la la. But I'm going to be like, whoa, okay, I realize that in certain situations, I struggle to trust myself. Holy cow, this is an opportunity for me to learn how to trust myself. So then what do I need to do in order to do that? That alone, and this is a real life example, guys, this is exactly what came out of last week, that makes me excited of, okay, how am I going to incorporate that into Ninja? How am I going to incorporate that into my business? How am I going to incorporate that into my life, right? Because I'm assuming it's impacting one part of your life, it's probably impacting a lot of others. So what from the situation do you believe that you can control, was in your control? And from that, what are the areas of opportunity and growth that are going to come from that, Okay. Then that follow-up question is what in the situation could you not control and therefore need to start letting go of? This is a hard question to ask yourself, right? Because a lot of what we like to do is (laughs) beat on ourselves and say, oh, well, it, it was our faults and this and that. However, there are a lot of people out there that do have an external locus of control problem where they blame everything on everyone else and everything else that they struggle to bring it back in. Regardless of where you're at, this is a good question to ask yourself. And I know for me, it was a really good question to ask myself, right? I'll be honest. I ran at 4.30 a.m. in the morning. I was up at 9 a.m. in the morning that day. On Thursday morning, I woke up at 9 a.m. And I went through the entire night basically getting maybe like little 15, 20 minute spurts of of naps, like maybe like two or three of them. 
But I did not run until 4.30 in the morning that next day. I couldn't control that. I could not control how quick or how slow things were going to move. And I couldn't control how tired my body was going to be. I kept feeling my body. I kept taking naps when I could. There were so many things that I couldn't control as it related to that, right? So could that have had an impact on any part of my performance, good or bad? Absolutely. But that's something that I need to recognize and therefore relinquish control of, okay? So hopefully that gives you a little bit of a kind of an idea and some guidance on where to go from there. Um, And then the last question is, are your expectations serving you? Are your expectations of the situation, whether it's something that you are going into or something you just came out of, are they serving you? And I had to go back and recognize again that, okay, my expectations in certain circumstances were not serving me, okay? And then what I was able to do was create a brand new expectation, right? And this is where the meaning, creating a new meaning around the situation comes from, is I was able to be like, well, okay, here was my expectation back then. My new expectation was that I got up on the stage and I tackled my fears. My biggest fear being that by saying yes to compete on another season, that the same exact thing would happen and I would risk embarrassment, I would risk judgment, I'd risk the same exact thing happening to where I would emotionally start to tank again. I went head up with that and I faced that and I checked off that expectation. I don't think by any means does that mean that I'm shooting lower, that I'm not swinging the bat high enough. It just simply means that I was able to actually bring about an expectation that better serves me and the situation at hand, right? And I think anyone listening to that would be like, heck freaking yes, that's a huge that's a huge win that you went and did that. And I don't think any less of you by maybe not making your expectation to go hit a buzzer, right? So anyways, that is after again you have the chance to sit in it, that's where I want you to go next. The next place that you're going to go or I guess not necessarily the next place that you're going to go, but just something that I want to really allow for you to have a gut check on. I kind of mentioned this just a little bit, is that if you are not experience any sort of disappointment or frustration or failure in your life, you definitely are not swinging the bat high or hard enough. Okay, let that sink in for a minute. We try to avoid things like failure and frustration and disappointment. And I got to imagine that if we're doing that, it's because we're staying comfortable. And if we are not experiencing those things, we're probably, again, not actually going after the things that are going to change us and challenge us and, and inspire us to go higher and dig deeper and create this person that we are more than capable of already being. And so let's stop trying to eliminate those feelings and instead lean into those feelings and recognize right now in this moment, when is the last time that you experienced disappointment? Is this something that you experience often? Or is this something that you experience every once in a blue moon and you happen to randomly see this podcast or search up disappointment as a topic? And we're like, that's the one that I need to listen to today. Okay. Now, what I do want to make again, kind of as a caveat here, you want to find the balance, okay? You don't want to be disappointed every single day because, again, if you are disappointed every single day, that probably means, again, you're associating a lot of negative meanings to things and having expectations that aren't realistic, la la la. But on the flip side of that, right, is if you're not experiencing enough disappointment, it probably means that you're selling yourself short. And so just reflect on what side of the line are you that are, are you on? Are you walking the line really well on that? Or are there things that you need to go after? 
that you need to go and pull out that list that, oh crap, this, this scares me list and start to check away at those things. The more that you start to tackle fear, the more that yes, you will probably lean into disappointment. But by leaning into disappointment, you start to get better at handling it. And here's what I know about the most successful and some of the greatest people in the entire world that we look up to is it's not that they've eliminated failure or disappointment or frustration or any of those negative emotions from their life. They have a brain just like you and I that's very anciently wired and they're going through just as much life, if not more than we are. They have just experienced it so much and have leaned into it so much that they are quicker at getting back up when they get knocked down. And so if we know that that's true, then shouldn't you see this whole disappointment thing as a gift? That this is another brick that you're putting in that foundation of this really rock solid house that one day when it is finally your time and your moment that you're going to be freaking unshakable. And that's where I want to take you next, right? Is this other perspective shift is that maybe the universe is showing you that you were on the wrong level and that this moment was just not meant for you. How does that feel hearing that one? In order for the universe to give you what it is that you want and truly deserve, you have to rise up to a new level. When a door shuts in your face, what if it's not the universe saying that's not yours, that you're never going to get there? It's just saying that is not your path, that that is not where you're supposed to be yet. Or on the other side of that, you have to level up. You still have to learn the lesson. You have to find the gratitude. You have to appreciate what's in front of you first before what it is that you want and what you truly deserve can come to you. Delays are never denials. They're just an opportunity to, to rise up, to see something differently and to take your own path. It would be really easy for me to want to take the path of the people that I saw this weekend and, you know, wishing I had done certain things better and and just all the things, right? But I thought of this and I was like, you know what, though? This isn't my level. And my level is above this. And so what I get to do from here out is such a gift is I get to go above that level because maybe I was selling myself, myself short before. So here's the last question that I want to ask you that I asked myself. What is your higher? If you know that maybe the store that's been shut in your face that's on this specific level is not your level that you need to be at and you know you got to up the ante just a little bit, what is your higher? How will you take this platform and make something of it? You might not know what that is now and that's totally okay. I am giving myself this week and probably the next few weeks to figure that out. And I'm not going to be in any rush to have the right answer, okay? But I am going to continue to ask myself that question so that when I ask myself that question and I finally get that answer, here's the important part, is staying open-minded to whatever that answer is. And whenever it comes to you, I ask and I encourage that you're not afraid or doubtful. It's okay if you experience that, but flip that to instead look for the reasons that this is the moment that was actually meant for you and to ask yourself, why not? Why not go after this? And that final note that I will leave you with today is that disappointment builds character and strength. 
So what a gift it is that you have something to be disappointed about because the person that you are going to become on the other side of this, if you choose to change the meaning, to flip the script and take action towards what new level you are capable of, you are about to rise up, my friend. And I'm so excited to see just how you do that. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. If this episode truly hits you in the gut or in your heart, I ask that you give that same experience to someone else today by sharing this podcast with someone else that genuinely needs to hear it. Until next week, you guys, go lean in to fear. Go lean into your disappointment and make something freaking incredible happen because you can and you know that you can and it's time to go and unleash that. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco About a Tuesday. See you then.